Section 40 of Anecdotes of Big Cats and Other Beasts. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Guo Shu. Anecdotes of Big Cats and Other Beasts by David Alec Wilson. Mother's Love Among the Monkeys. In January 1909, a friend at Biapan, Burma, told me that, as he was passing through an unfrequented creek near the shore there, between Rangoon and Basain, the sudden apparition of his steam lounge alarmed a crowd of monkeys. They were on the trees, overhanging the water, and chattering loudly. They hurried away with leaps and swings, quickly and easily. All but one. He was a very little fellow, and there was a big gap in front of him, too big for him, and so he stood shivering about to fall. His mother saw his plight and came back and joined him. To take him was impossible, so she sat beside him, and he pressed close to her and clung to her, and she put one arm around him, and quietly but with quivering lips. She faced the awful apparition, whistling, splashing, puffing. It passed without hurting her or her son. They suffered nothing but the fright. Very queer they looked as we came close to them, thought the man on the boat. But their fear was as natural as that of men who see a lion at large. It is likely, too, that that brown mother monkey had had losses before and a mother's heart to feel them. Perhaps memory of old sorrows, dimly present yet, as well as something of the sublime instinct, which makes humanity at times self-sacrificing and brave, had strengthened her heart enough to let her face the immeasurable dangers of the noisy, unknown monster. Instead of laughing at her ignorance, think of our own. How little we can ever know of her or her tribe, how utterly undecipherable, mysterious beyond any hieroglyphics, remain the lines upon her face, the multitudinous wrinkled tragedies, upon the parchment of that little brow. We pass each other close enough, but an infinite gulf divides us, a gulf deeper than that in the parable, for there is no speech across it, no signaling, no telegraphy of any kind. No communication, whatever is possible between us, any more than if we lived in different solar systems. Only we can see and admire in her a mother's love, exactly as we can behold the flashing glories of the kingfisher's feathers or hear the merry music of the lark. The world is not a nightmare after all. End of section 40